Welcome to the Empath and the Narcissist Podcast, where you regain your sparkle back after narcissistic abuse. I am your host, Raven Scott, and I welcome you here to the show. If you are new and are enjoying this podcast, help me help others. Rate and review. Repeat after me. I am awakened. I am the chain breaker. I am the daughter of the earth. I relate to you, empath, and your struggles. And this show is here to support you and empower you. Your future self is calling. Get your free 10 powerful ways to defeat the narcissist and embrace your empath superpowers audio gift in the link in the show notes today. How do we forgive the narcissist? How do you forgive the narcissist? My desire is for every time you come that you allow this podcast to recharge you. I think we all need to have a call to action for ourselves lately. And not just spiritually bypassing and meditating, but in this space to find forgiveness for ourselves and for others. The number one way that I've been able to do this, well, there's many, many layers of it. Hey, empaths, wanted to take a break and ask if these phrases sound familiar to you. I didn't say that. You're too sensitive. No one will ever believe you. If these phrases are familiar, then you may be dealing with a narcissist. Then my book, Empath and the Narcissist is for you. How to overcome narcissistic abuse and recover from PTSD, codependency, gaslighting, and manipulation. This book weaves personal stories, education, and healing exercises and is a guide for you to heal from childhood trauma with effective exercises and even a bonus chapter on human design. Also receive another bonus in this book, the free Four Ways to Set Powerful Boundaries workshop is included in this book if you wish to feel alive again and take back the power in your life, then go to www.ravenscott.show forward slash empath and the narcissist. Now back to the show. But the number one way that I've been able to forgive myself is through the Ho'oponopono prayer. It is so powerful, and I incorporate it into my book because it is so powerful. I talk about the story of how it originated in Hawaii. A native psych ward clinician used it on his patients before he even met with them. They were the most violent. They were the most insane. The most humans hurt so badly, driven to madness. And he took his fi- their files, he took their files and prayed over them, this prayer, before he even sat and talked to them. And he had come after a long line of wards that quit. And he was able to transform every single soul into a working member of society again, merely by saying this prayer. 
He approached every one of them as a person, as a soul, as someone who has been damaged. And this is a truly, truly powerful citation of words. In my book, I write, Responsibility. It is our duty in our lives to introspect into our patterns, fears, and flaws, not merely to correct them and eradicate them, but to acknowledge they exist in us, in our family, and they do not have power over us. Tap into Pluto's energy. See where it is in your chart and probe deep into the mind and where it is affecting you. Pluto is the underworld. Pluto is the dark shadows. Pluto is really a powerful and helpful planet. It's not scary. It is not evil. It is the planet that helps us transform and transmute all of the shadows and the darkness and the wounds into beauty, into diamonds, into the lotus flower. So ponder on where transformation needs to occur. Our life in this life is for solving mysteries, unearthing our pain, and transforming it into a beautiful flower. A superpower that allows you to be strong and encouraging to others on the journey of this life. This is what I've discovered. In my human design chart, my incarnation cross is domination. What does that mean? That I can dominate anything I put my hands to, which can be a good or bad. And it's important for me to understand this energy and to balance it, to not let it take over, not let the ego take over, and to also harness it for good. It has taken some time to process this, and I still don't like the word domination. But what I believe is that I have a responsibility to share what I've learned and to coach those to help them along in their journey. And this brings me to my revelation that I've had recently is that I've done so much work writing this book, producing this beautiful podcast to energize you and to help you regain your sparkle back. I'm in the process of creating an app to give you support. But I've been letting myself be held back and letting my fear hold me back from helping one soul at a time. And so I'm leaning into offering a one-on-one mentorship with those who need that extra support and needing a coach to guide them through. This does not replace therapy. I still advise you to go to a professional licensed therapist. But if you've done that and you feel like you're out on the end, but you're still feeling like, oh, there's just a few blocks. There's just a few things, a few more layers that I really need assistance in pushing through. I'm offering one-on-one coaching to all of whoever needs it. And I also want to offer scholarships to those who need, because I understand that the narcissist does hold your purse strings sometimes, or like you were me and you left the narcissist and realized they don't control anything about my life. So I quit my job without like any type of backup plan or an exit strategy to have income again. Like, like I was so used to having, I took it for granted. And so when I started going to therapy, I barely had any income. I was doing a horse training business, which if anyone knows horses, they suck your wallet dry without actually having many of them for a business. So 
that was very challenging. And I really appreciate the help that my therapist gave me with a scholarship. So I'm offering that as well to anyone who needs it. Do not feel ashamed that you need it. I was there with you. I can 100% experience it. So I'm not at all averse to offering that. And before I share with you this Ho'oponopono prayer, if that you feel called to mentoring with me one-on-one, you can sign up and reach out to me at ravenscott.show. I will have a form on the homepage available for you to schedule your um, appointments and you can see the pricing there as well. The Ho'oponopono prayer is a solemn healing mantra, really. It's just four phrases. And it goes a little something like this. I'm sorry. Please forgive me. Thank you. I love you. The first time I heard this, it was from an audiobook by Dr. Joe Dispenza. I'm sure you've all heard of him. He's very famous. And it was so powerful because he just kept saying it over and over again. And he allowed you to experience this. So that's what I'm planning on doing for you today. But I wanted to give you some other scenarios of how I've used it in my life. It has helped me forgive my narcissist ex. It's helped me forgive my narcissist parents. It's helped me in so many realms. It's helped me forgive my narcissistic traits myself. Because as I find that there are certain patterns, we have these mirror neurons where we copy what our parents do. And sometimes I have caused pain to my children through my words or my actions of maybe emotional neglect in a certain moment of frustration, lacking emotional tools. And they're crying. And immediately, thank God, I feel grief and shame. And I'm like, oops, that's good shame. That's not what I was supposed to do. And I sit there and I say it to myself first. And then I say it to them. I just recite it out loud, holding them. I'm sorry. Please forgive me. Thank you. I love you. And they calm down and they understand that I am truly owning up to my mistakes and I'm trying to fix my patterns moving forward. And the trust is regained. It's also happened in my life where I've forgiven my own self. I really beat myself up about falling prey and being vulnerable to such a manipulative person and allowing them to mold me into whom they wanted me to be. And I just felt so weak. I felt ashamed. I felt like, what a horrible, like I just, again, it just revisited my low self-worth wounds. And so I just continued to recite this, especially after I listened to it from Dr. Joseph Spenza every day over and over to boost my self-worth, to boost my own self-forgiveness, because that is the main thing that we can control. And I don't expect you to forgive your narcissist right away. I didn't. I mean, I kind of acted like I did on the outside right away. I think I mentioned this in the podcast last week. I wrote him an email. I regretted it immediately afterwards because he thought that I was sending an SOS. I truly was like happy being away from him. I was truly genuinely on the outside wanted to say, I forgive you. And he was like, forgive me for what? I did nothing wrong. And that was really frustrating. So then I realized I truly 
didn't forgive him. I felt like maybe saying it out loud in an email would help me forgive him, but it wasn't true forgiveness. True forgiveness is being able to not say it to their face and not receive the satisfaction that they've accepted your apology. True forgiveness is from inside. It's forgiving your core, like I said, forgiving yourself, and then forgiving the other soul for disappointing you and not needing them to hear it because you, it's for you. The forgiveness is not for them, it's for you. And that is the most powerful tool to help you move forward. So you can stop ruminating. You can stop obsessing over what went wrong. They did me wrong. They deserve justice and punishment and all those things. And I did start writing the book out of that energy. Like, well, he deserves to be outed and he's denying, you know, hashtag me too. And he's denying he did anything wrong and that it was all consensual. And I started to really like panic, like he was going to get away with it. And then I realized again, doing the whole Oponopono prayer, it doesn't matter if he gets away with it. Retribution and karma will come back to him. That's not my responsibility. That's not in my control, nor should I worry about it being in my control. And so then the book evolved into a healing guide and all the tools that I was using to heal from this hatred and this abuse and all the things. So this is why the Ho'oponopono prayer is so powerful. And what it means literally translated from Hawaiian is Ho is to make and O'pono is right. And then the double, the other pono is doubly right. So it means to make right doubly right. And that's really what you're doing with whomever you're saying this to either yourself or a loved one or someone you hate, someone in your tiny circle, in your outer circle. You know, maybe it's something happening in society and you hate it. And that's why you hate me talking about it is because it's so triggering. Okay, so use the Ho'opono prayer to heal those fears of the world ending, you know, the heal the wounds of feeling so out of control that What's happening in the world around you is so scary and toxic. Heal all those wounds through the Ho'oponopono prayer. Make it right within yourself. Make it doubly right. And send your soul and yourself so much love. And actually, once you send it to yourself, it reverberates and it sends out to everywhere that you can think of, right? Our brains and our intentions are powerful. We can send magic and words of intention and beauty and light, just like, like through Reiki and stuff, to wherever we intend. So sending love and forgiveness and light to all of the different elements of your life. First, you start with the people who, who are innocent bystanders, for the people who didn't believe you, who were charmed by the narcissist. I mean, you can just certainly develop hate for those people too. Like, how can they be so dumb to believe them? And you're taking their side and not mine. You heal all of those connections by making it right through the Ho'oponopono prayer. Just you all on your own sitting here. You don't reach out to them and say, I forgive you, because that just is super weird and triggering and awkward. And they're like, forgive me for what? I'm right. You're wrong. You know, like, and then you start to get the ego battle. And then you start to forgive 
the circumstances, you know, I'm sorry. You start to forgive your childhood traumas. You start to forgive your parents themselves and realize they did their best. And then you forgive your grandparents and then you forgive the unhealed ancestors all the way back. You start to forgive your actual abuser because all of a sudden you're like, wow, this is all really freeing. And I'm able to release and forgive what's happening, you know, what's happened in the past. And then you're, you're ready. You're ready to see them as another soul because seeing them as the enemy and seeing them as evil is just feeding into the same divisive energy that we're experiencing right now in the world. And it's, it's good to see them as not a safe place, but they are humans too. They have disappointed us. They're maybe a young soul that's disappointed us. Maybe they're highly wounded. They're highly emotionally immature and unintelligent. So that doesn't let them off the hook. But like I said, you just see them for who they are. You see them as a scared, hurt child in a grown-up body hurting other people. And you have the power now to not allow them to hurt you. And you also have the power to release the connection. Hate also cords you to them and connects you to them. Holding on to that they need to suffer and that there needs to be justice also is a negative cord holding them to you. And you want all those severed. You don't want any cords connected to them anymore. So the Ho'oponopono prayer severs those cords for you. And long story short, that's really the power of the Ho'oponopono prayer. So I'm going to start reciting this for you. And you can just, as you're walking, as you're doing whatever, you know, you're doing, washing the dishes, maybe you are sitting and you're listening, or maybe you wish to pause and sit and just close your eyes, placing your hand on your heart and feeling into these phrases. Feel how powerful this prayer is. I'm sorry. Please forgive me. Thank you. I love you. I'm sorry. Please forgive me. Thank you. I love you. I'm sorry. Please forgive me. Thank you. I love you. I'm sorry. Please forgive me. Thank you. I love you. I'm sorry. Please forgive me. Thank you. I love you. I'm sorry. Please forgive me. Thank you. I love you. I'm sorry. Please forgive me. Thank you. I love you. I'm sorry. Please forgive me. Thank you. I love you. I'm sorry. Please forgive me. Thank you. I love you. I'm sorry. 
Please forgive me. Thank you. I love you. Thank you. I love you. Thank you. I love you. Please forgive me. I'm sorry. Thank you. I love you. Please forgive me. I'm sorry. Thank you. I love you. Please forgive me. I'm sorry. Thank you. I love you. Please forgive me. I'm sorry. Thank you. I love you. Please forgive me. I'm sorry. I'm sorry for being naive. I'm sorry for not knowing any better. I'm sorry for giving myself power away. I'm sorry for believing in their lies. I'm sorry for falling into their trance. I'm sorry for putting them on a pedestal. I'm sorry for not trusting myself. I'm sorry for not listening to you, intuition. I'm sorry for letting them hurt me over and over. I'm sorry for holding on to false hope. I'm sorry for not using my critical thinking brain. I'm sorry for letting them hurt others that I love. I'm sorry for bringing them into my circle of friends. I'm sorry for ditching and betraying my friendships to save this false relationship. I'm sorry for believing that it was always my fault. I'm sorry for not accepting no apology as a sign to leave. I'm sorry that I've caused so much heartache to others in my life. I'm sorry for everything. I'm sorry. Please forgive me. Thank you. I love you. The order of this prayer and the phrases, it doesn't matter. It's however it feels right for you and resonates with you. And like I did just there, you can mix it up and you can see how powerful it is when you can combine the last two and then really get specific. What are you sorry for? And all those things that I mentioned were really things that are in the subconscious. That's the power. It really taps into the subconscious faults that just happen because we're in survival mode, you know, because it's just what you do because of our mirror neurons. 
because we've just tap in and live in fear, keep ourselves in a cage. So as we close out, I wanted to share a quote. I'm so excited for my guest uh, podcast to come out on Think Unbroken podcast. Um, And I love following him as well. So on Instagram, he had posted something that had said, the, the there's like two graphics and the quote first you read it as just do nothing and then you read the, the picture on the right it says it is impossible and then when you combine the two because it's written on two walls it says just do it nothing is impossible so I'm giving you that power and that motivation to just do the self-work Just do the thing that's scary for you right now. Nothing is impossible. Sending you so much love and light. You know, you can grab my book on Amazon to continue to dive deeper into these healing exercises and a guide for you to overcome narcissistic abuse and codependency, manipulation, and PTSD. All of these are available on Amazon. The book is now available on Audible. I'm so excited. I'm going to be putting that up on my website as well. So you can grab that at ravenscott.show forward slash empath and the narcissist. And when you go to that page, you'll when you purchase the book, you'll receive two free gifts. Just type in your receipt number in the form and I'm sending you every Saturday sparkle reminders. Sometimes they're an affirmation. Sometimes they're a reminder Sometimes they're a thought-provoking. I'll read you the latest one that I sent. It says, if we are not making conscious decisions, then our brain automatically operates in conditioned subconscious patterns. Perfect for what we just went over with the Ho'oponopono prayer. And that prayer will help sweep away all the negative unconscious patterns and allow you freedom and power and love to emanate and guide your decisions so that you can regain your sparkle back after narcissistic abuse. You can regain your power back. You can regain your income back. You can regain your life back. And actually, you'll gain a whole new, beautiful life expanded with abundance of love and joy and blessings, new people, maybe new children. Who knows? You know, the sky's the limit. You may be feeling like you're in the dark abyss right now. I remember that. I remember going, no one's ever going to love me. I'm just going to be dark and alone because I believed his lie. I believed that he was the only one that would love me because I was so worthless. God, I don't know why I believed that, but I did. And it was subconscious and it was tapped into the wounds and he knew how to mine my wounds for his pleasure. And after all of these exercises in my book and the Ho'oponopono prayer. I was able to come out on the other side. I didn't even need really much other than hope. I didn't need all these exercises to help me get out and stay out. I just needed hope. And I needed to know, for me, it was like, I would rather die a lonely old hag than continue to put up with this BS from this guy. They continue to put up with this bullshit abuse over and over from this guy. 
And that's really my breaking point. And that's what got me out. So I, I wish that you don't have to get to that point. I wish that you can gain all this information from the podcast and get out sooner. And of course, you're still going to have wounds to heal. I've had many people I've consulted with and helped that have only been there for a few months. But boy, they still do a number on you, even if it's a few months. So much to learn. And it's a lesson, right? It's like a beautiful flashlight shining into a gaping wound that you have that they do for us. So it's a blessing and a curse all in the same. So thank you so much for listening. Thank you so much for reviewing. I wanted to share another beautiful review. Thank you, Anna, for reviewing. She wrote, inspiring, grateful I found this podcast, a great guide to navigate relationships as an empath. I feel seen and not alone. I'm so grateful for that message. I'm grateful for that encouragement and continue to share this podcast. If you have not yet, rate and review. And I look forward to connecting with you. And remember, everyone, always keep your unique light shining. Swear I won't forget this. Why do I regret this? In my mind, reckless. Thoughts are feeling endless. Sitting up, I'm breathless. Anxiety's infectious. I feel so defenseless, betrayed and embarrassed. I hate being open. I hate being broken. I feel like an ocean filled up with emotion. Anger ain't a potion. Rub it on like lotion. I can feel it soaking. Reopen. The scars have awoken. I can't move on till I let go. I feel so lost now. Never at home, need to be strong, every breath hold, cause I can't move on till I let go, I can't move on till I let go, I feel so lost, never at home, need to be strong, every breath hold, cause I can't move on till I let go.